Welcome to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Core community. My name is Matt Rycroft, and I'm joined today by Mike Dyer and Russell Taylor. Hello, gents. Hello. Ciao, ragazzi. What was that? Oh my god, he's feeling. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao, ragazzi. Sì. Come stai? Bene, grazie. E lei? <laughs> e bene, grazie. Hello, Mike. Hello. How do? How do? How do? Right, today on the podcast, we have an interview with Ivana from Belgrade in Serbia. Uh, Ivana manages a number of Facebook pages for the band. She's been a, a fan for many years and is very much dedicated to Lacuna Core. So um, I hope you enjoy it. We're joined today by Ivana from Belgrade in Serbia. I'm uh, really excited to uh, speak to you today. How are you doing, Ivana? Hello, Matt. Hello, guys. Um, Hi. I'm fine. Hi. Very excited to talk with you today. So what can you tell us about yourself? I'm 27 year, years old. I live in Belgrade and I'm a massive Lacuna Coil fan for about nine years. Right wow. Now. Wow. That's, that's nearly as long as me. <laughs> wow, in fact, it was all of us. Wow, you should be doing this instead of us. Uh, <laughs> so how did you first get into the band? Well, uh, my friend gave me the Inner Reverie uh, album in 2004. So I firstly heard uh, Cold and Circle from the album, and I immediately fell in love with, with them. So I started listening to uh, Unleashed Memories, and then I was blown away by that album because at that time I was I was listening to Paradise Lost and all other gothic metal bands so it was something of that kind but also something fresh something new so I started following them and the rest is history excellent cool. now so you uh, you've created some Facebook pages haven't you yeah do you want to um, tell us about them yeah, of course. Firstly, I um, started thinking about making mm, the pages for the guys from the band after the first uh, Lacuna gig I've been to. So in 2011, uh, I firstly made the fan page for Maki. I searched for the pages for uh, for the guys, but they, there was only a mouse fan page and it was official run by him. I wanted to pay respects to, to all of them and I appreciate them so much as artists. So I firstly made a page for Maki and then later on uh, I made the pa page, pages for Pita and Crit. And later on a fellow coiler, Bridget Taylor, contacted me and told me that she was going to make uh, the page for Mouse since he shut it down or something okay she asked me to be co-admin there so i'm basically running all four fan pages wow and i'm very yeah and i'm very happy uh, to do it does that it must take up a lot of your time though to do that mm, yeah but i really enjoy doing it uh, i really enjoy searching through my pics and other other people's pics pics on the internet uh, contacting other 
coilers, uh, talking with them, exchanging the ideas for the pages. So I have um, I have been very lucky to do that. That's really cool. I'm sure the band yeah. appreciate it. And I know as a as a fellow coiler, I know I do too. So thank you very much yeah. for for, t- for putting all the time into su- support support all those pages. Really, that's to say, it's a lot of effort. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I really I really uh, do it for my heart. So. So when did you first meet the band? I um, didn't have that luck of meeting them in Sibiu, Romania in 2011. Actually, I had a lot of problems with with the transport to Romania and I traveled for 15 hours uh, changing transport and everything and I and I arrived late for meet and greet. So it was it was on Crit's birthday and my birthday also. So I really wanted to meet them, but uh, at the end of the show, I uh, only met Christina, and totally by chance, I was in a total state of shock, so I couldn't utter a word. I was just smiling and trying to say something, and then my boyfriend told her that it was my birthday, and she she wished me a happy birthday, and uh, she hugged me, and I was like, is this real? Is this really happening? <laughs> <laughs> that was totally unreal for me, and that gig was was very very cool. Uh, they were uh, like the the headliners of the festival, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was of course in the first line, and and I was screaming and jumping that uh, that I I was thinking to myself, oh my god, the security <laughs> will <laughs> will um, take me away from there. <laughs> So, but they were really, really uh, fine, and they gave me the the guitar pick uh, that mouse uh, threw. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was very happy um, to have that. And the band was awesome. They played uh, one nineteen, uh, which was excellent. Yeah, yeah, which was totally cool. I didn't expect that. And then they played various songs from from all the albums, but 119 was the highlight of, of that gig. And after after that, I actually saw them in November in 2012. It was, of course, Dark Legacy Tour in Prague. So um, I again traveled for about, I think, 18 hours or 19 hours to Prague by bus. Uh, we arrived at that at that bar. It was a, s- a smaller venue, mm-hmm. so it was very personal. Uh, there was no fence, so I was right in front of them. I couldn't even raise my hands properly in order not to hit Christina or Andrea. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be punching them while they're on stage. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those rules, isn't it? Really. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, so I was, I was. Um, I was so careful not to hit them. I was uh, I was totally near them and they kicked it off and they just blew the whole place away. I mean, you know the setlist, uh, mm-hmm. the electric part was was totally amazing. The crowd went nuts. I at one point I was headbanging so hard uh, while Fragile was was uh, while they were playing Fragile that uh, that I almost hit the monitor. So I I had to um I had to stop doing that although the whole crowd went nuts totally. It was very very emotional and intense. Also the the highlight for me was was to leave is to hide. They played to leave is to hide and that that uh, song really has a deep emotional meaning for me so I I was 
crying during to live is to hide and uh, also my spirit uh, was uh, so intense and since I lost my father um, in 2012, two days after after Dark Adrenaline was released, that song really uh, really got me through all that hard time and he was also Lacuna Coil fan. So, I mean, I just cannot describe the feeling I had at, at the point they were playing my spirit. So... Um, the acoustic set also was was awesome. It was like they were playing in in your house, in your living room. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. To- totally, it was beyond this world. I mean, especially falling, Christina blew it away. Totally, totally. I mean, I mean, they uh, she she blowed us away. Totally blew us away. And after the gig, I ran out to the tour bus because I I uh, was thinking that uh, that was the place where I would find them. And I waited for an hour. And they uh, firstly pizza came out, so I met him, and he was totally totally humble and shy, but talkative. And um, after him, Andy came out and he stayed with us for for 40 minutes, I think, talking about the usual stuff, uh, Italy, Lacuna Coil plans for for the future. He was so down to earth and and he's such a nice guy. And then Christina came and uh, she actually recognized me when I mentioned Maki. She said that she that she knew that I was running his page, and I was really happy for that. She also stayed with us chatting a bit, but it was it was pretty much cold. So, uh, and they had to go, so I uh, stayed outside waiting for Mouse, and uh, Mouse came out um, last. I took uh, I took of course autographs and some pics with them, and I was just extremely happy um cannot really describe uh, describe all the emotions i felt during the gig and after the gig it was so unreal for me i thought that i would never actually ha- have the the opportunity to to meet them and to see them because uh, you know serbia is is very far away from all the places where sure, they sure. Yeah, where they are performing. So, but I did it twice, and I'm very, very happy and thrilled about it. So it sounds like you had a really good time at that show, then. Yeah, totally, totally. So, what does being a Lacuna Coil fan mean to you then after nine years, Ivana? Lacuna Coil uh, means really uh, so much to me. There were many, many times, many hard times in my life, and they help me uh, get through them i really deeply connect with their music with their emotions and after meeting them i feel connected even more to to their music to uh, their their feelings expressed th- uh, through their music and lyrics and i also i also started to like italy and to get interested uh, to get to know italy better and italian culture uh so really, uh, I cannot uh, spend a day without their music. It keeps me somehow alive, really. I completely understand. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how I feel about them as well. As you yeah. say, you, 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 a day doesn't go past without 
really. some of their music entering your life and you think, yeah, this is this is something special. Indeed. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. I really appreciate you you taking the time to talk to us. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss with us today? I'd like to uh, to say thanks for having me, and I like to say that I. Um, like really much your idea for this podcast it's always cool to speak to other people from different countries and different cultures and see what their take is and what their experience because at the end of the day it always comes back to it's it's a family and a fan community yeah totally totally um i'm so glad that that um every coiler is so friendly at least the ones i met and the ones i know through coiler community group and through through the pages i really have great communication with people and uh, i'm i'm very happy that lacuna coil is not just a band uh it's really a community it's really like a big family yeah Uh, very extended family totally totally yeah i completely agree and i think the way the band treat their fans as well is like a part of their extended family and there's such a a level of mutual respect there that you you can't deny it if you get into lacuna coil you you feel like you're part of something that is special you're not just a group of people you are a part of that that extended family that yeah i i totally must say that i um have met other uh, metal artists or rock artists and uh, nobody is so down to earth so friendly so talkative they just shine uh, this positive energy out of them when they hug you you just feel like they are friends or or that they really care i i just feel like that um they they really respect their fans yeah yeah they really respect their fans they're really giving their their best to the fans um, it can be seen from when when you meet them or when you talk to them, really, really, and that that's the thing that's most appreciated, I think, in the music world, and that's why people love them so much. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today uh, and sh- sharing your story and telling us a, a, all about how you met the band and uh, what the band means to you and what being part of the the wider Caller community is uh, all about. Thank you so much. Thank you all, guys. Thank you for having me, and take care. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you again, Ivana, for joining us on the podcast. I thought it was really fascinating to fascinating to find out how you become a fan of Lacuna Coil and uh, the times that you met them and what they mean to you as a fan. It's it's really cool to hear everybody's stories. And if anybody else wants to join us on the podcast and share your experiences, just let us know. You you've got our contact details, and of course we'll tell you them again at the end of the show. You guys, just to thank her for all the uh, dedication on Facebook that she's uh, she's pouring in with everything in make continuing she's very hard working with it and extremely dedicated to the cause of being a huge fan so i'd like to thank her on behalf of uh well you probably both agree as well yeah i think it's it's amazing you see the the amount of dedication that uh, us lacuna core fans put into put into fandom itself and it's worth reminding everybody that people are dedicating their time uh to 
posting pictures on Facebook and chatting about the band and it's just amazing to see it's such a global community full of full of fans and it's that family as we mentioned that extended family it's great to see I mean, for anyone who hasn't checked it out on the uh, fan pages that Ivana has created, there's a lot of cool uh, historic photos there as well. So anyone who's sort of new to the band and is not too familiar with the history, um, there's sort of, you know, stuff going back as far as the first EP. So it's very cool sort of an archive purposes for, for people to check it out. Yeah, I completely agree. She's very good at posting the, the, the images that uh, we don't always see, as you say, going back uh, 15 years now. So, yeah, it's amazing. So, review time. Tonight we're reviewing My Wings, uh, said by many to be a standout song and certainly one I considered over time to be one of the more popular songs that's definitely stood the test of time. So, it's probably put quite a lot of pressure on us to review it then, guys, I guess. Who's to start tonight? Is it me? Is it my I turn? I think it is. Yeah, we're taking yeah. it in turns, yeah. Why not? <laughs> so, My Wings. No pressure. I've got a bit of a confession to make. When I first... When I listen to My Wings these days, I can't get out of my head a video of Final Fantasy VII, I think it is. <laughs> you guys might have heard, seen. I think you can see it on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. And it's yeah, been yeah. around forever. And it's essentially someone's taken the, the game shots from Final Fantasy VII, which are not the in-game, but the... the uh, I don't know how to describe it, but the kind of the animated parts of the, the story. And then they've made a My Wings video... And I think I might actually have seen this video before I listened to My Wings itself. It was really, I mean, it's been around forever, as I say. And it, it was long before you could easily find these things on, on uh, YouTube. So I, I can never listen to My Wings without hearing that. So that's my first confession. Uh, in terms of the song itself, I actually think My Wings is one of those songs that's better than the sum of its parts. And that's not to say the parts aren't good. Uh, the music is good. I think Christina's vocals on this are good but you don't really see the, the real sort of stretch of what she can do vocally what you do see from Andrea is some, is some death metal voices yeah we get a good roar uh, which is really great uh, the the music's really pounding I mean there's that, that kind of that beat boom 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 which really kind of makes it very there's a lot of momentum in the music it's really pounding and it kind of ties in with the time and the, the lyrics themselves, I won't delay. So it really kind of—it's f- a real pulse. It really raises raises your uh, your pulse as you're listening to it. I remember seeing it live and and thinking it was an absolutely amazing song live. And they, they've, this was years and years ago, yeah. and loved it then. In terms of what it's about, it's actually not as clear as I thought when I looked at the lyrics again recently. I thought I knew what it was about, but actually, I don't. It seems like a very positive song, uh, even though it's sort of wrapped in the uh, the Inner Reverie album, which is generally quite dark lyrics. This one really feels about kind of fulfilling your potential as a person. The, the idea of you're sort of flying above everything, or you have the power to fly over everything, or realising what potential you have inside you. And then in terms of the the chorus, not not stopping... Not stopping yourself from doing that. You know, I won't delay that kind of that beat. Is I, I want to 
change my life I want to realise what I've got inside I don't know it's a bit confusing for me uh, but I really like the song and I, I think it, the tempo of it is just really raises it from what we see in the previous three songs on the album it's just like boom heavy I'm not going to say it hits you like a steam train Mike just so we're clear yeah maybe <laughs> a freight train uh, maybe a freight train <laughs> yeah. some kind of locomotive perhaps um, but it, I, I do I, I do think that the the momentum in the song is is one of its strengths, and I, I love Andy's vocals in this. I think Christina's vocals are great, but that it's not the song that you see what she's capable of. If you see what I mean, it's almost like quite, quite a, ironically for her, it's quite pedestrian as a song, whereas the the song itself is pounding. And as I say, all these things come together make it make a really good song. What do you think, guys? Just um, the same as you, really. I think that it's such a strong song. And it uh, it pours out huge amounts of energy, of happiness, and as you say, the power of the song. I think the guitar work in it is absolutely fantastic and works really well, along with Andy's vocals, as you've mentioned. I think it's not one of these, I wouldn't call it lazy for Christina, I would just think, like you said, it's not... She's not going full full pelt with everything. It's one of those things where it's just gliding along for her and Andy's uh, Andy's there uh, very very strong vocally with it and I just I just think the whole song is just wow it's uh, it works extremely well on the I, album I in the past the band have said that they use the uh, use the vocals as additional instruments yeah and yeah I, and I see this as a prime example of possibly not the first time they've done it but certainly a strong way that they've done it on in a reverie in this yeah, particular definitely. song, where you do see more kind of almost down toned singing from Christina and a different type of vocal effect from Andrea, and it works really well. And I think it's it's where they're certainly exploring that idea that the the vocals are, are instruments in themselves. What do you think, Russ? Um, kind of following on from the pair of you, really. Um, I think it's probably the strongest song on the album, um, in my opinion. Um, agreeing with you, Matt, I love Andrea's vocals on this song with the death grounds. It really sort of packs a punch. Um, the guitars in the opening, I love, um, which are very sort of high and prominent in the mix. You said the vocals, not pedestrian, but they're sort of less prominent in this song. Um, and I don't know if that's a production issue. I always sort of hear it. And I see it sort of a bit distorted and muffled. I mean, that just might be me. Um, I think the beginning, as I said, is awesome. Um, but strangely, lyrically, and this is a very cool thing, is how lyrics are in, open to interpretation. I actually took this a different way, whereas sort of you spoke okay. about pos- positivity. Yeah. I sort of took this along the line of it's it's almost like someone's ascension to heaven. And there's sort of this talk about sort of knife, and it talks about time is like a knife for me now. So again, it throws up sort of images of suicide. So are they contemplating suicide? Are they contemplating death? Are they going to heaven? Do they want to go to heaven? So it's sort of a, a positive um, song and it packs a punch musically but I took it lyrically more in the darker direction so oh, it's kind of okay. cool in that yeah. it's, it's open to interpretation uh, there's a couple of mentions of sort of that sort of stuff it says as I send to the clouds no, I won't delay time is like a knife for me now time is mine I got the blade so that's why I sort of took it in that sort of direction but it's, it's very cool in that it conjures up imagery within individual people and you know it just gives you something to think about yeah yeah you're absolutely right and I, I do wonder what the butterflies represent that you know there's this this sense i mean it's called my wings it there's clearly a sense of someone is you know flying 
uh, or less that's the, that's the sense I get and in it, it, it's the first words you know slip out the door and fly I'm lost in time I hover as an angel mm. I mm. there is a real sense that someone's kind of transcending their physical being and, and going out there so as you say that kind of um, what's the words I'm looking for going to heaven sensation yeah. you're right it is in the song uh, time is like a knife for me now I never really saw that as a suicide but I could see how you could interpret that interpret mm. that, um, which makes it fascinating in itself I, I, I'm trying to put a, to place the butterflies what they mean and we talk about butterflies in our stomach don't we when we're nervous about something and it almost makes me wonder if the butterflies are flying, they're flying away, they're leaving this person because they made the decision to, to go and do this thing to, to realise their potential or, or yeah. as in your interpretation, they're no longer there because they have the person's dead and they're going to heaven. You know, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, I always, I always sort of took it as the, the tie-in song for the original album concept art. So anyone who's got the original issue of Inner Reverie with sort of uh, Andrea and Christina on the front with sort of the flowers and the forest where it talks about butterflies I always took it as some sort of integration with nature or something like that so I always saw sort of my wings as one of the tie-in songs to that sort of concept but again just just a personal opinion really and actually if you look at the front cover of the original Inner Reverie album they're both sitting there in a kind of uh, almost like a fairy glade yeah um kind of there's body paint and there's a suggestion that other than the body paint and the, the flowers all around them that they're naked like some kind of I don't know forest nymphs or spirits or something like Adam and Eve almost oh like, yeah absolutely like yeah, Adam and Eve point. as well but they're both looking at what looks like a butterfly mm. that Andrea seems to have on him uh, quite a big one in fact it looks like a butterfly to me on its side and they're both staring at it and I yeah fascinating fascinating what's noticed what I noticed though looking at it again is of course that they don't there's no suggestion that they themselves have wings um, but hey they could be metaphorical ones I guess so lyrically it's it's definitely a mystery but it's a different mm. kind of mystery and I love mm. that in the song uh, ratings wise what are we going to give it do I need to go first I suppose I do really since I opened yeah. my mouth first <laughs> well Rush you've already said it's the strongest song on the album so I'm kind of expecting big numbers from you probably ones involving point fives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know I, there's a temptation for me to give this the maximum rating this is really tricky but I, I don't think I should because there's one song on the album that I like a little bit more than this song uh, so I'm going to give this a 9.5 and I think it deserves it I think it's just a, a great song and I think it's yeah it's it's my very close second favourite song on the whole album there you go that's my uh, 9.5 from me what about you Mike? Uh, solid 9 I totally agree I think it packs some punch and there's some weight behind it has been a very very good song on the album so solid 9 from me Russ? Uh, 10 for me and I'm waiting that also because how great it used to be when they used to play it live it's, it's a shame they don't play it so much now uh, which understandably it doesn't fit so much with the other material and sort of the, the switch from the 6 string to the 7 string but if anyone had ever seen this song live it is amazing so definitely a, definitely a 10 for me yeah I'm, I'm holding back just because there's one song in a few weeks time <laughs> I have an idea what that which, might be which for me is just perfect as a song. 
but yeah, this this just comes a very close second. So nine, nine point five, ten. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty good for my wings, and it is a classic song. And as you say, they need to play it again live because it is amazing. It is amazing. Okay, well that brings us to a close uh, for another week of the Empty Spiral podcast. Uh, by now you should know how to contact us, but if you don't, I will tell you again. You can contact us through the website at www.emptyspiral.net. You can also contact us via our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash emptyspiral.net, as well as through our Twitter, which is at emptyspiralnet. Uh, we want to hear from you, and if you want to join us and you want to talk about your experiences of being a Lacuna Core fan, please contact us and don't be afraid. It's a lot of fun. Uh, trust me, we're all a bit mad, really, as I'm sure the guys will agree. So, until next time, it's uh, it's goodbye from Mike. Cheers, thank you very much, and see you soon. It's goodbye from Russ. Cheers, everyone. I'll see you next time. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, and take care, and uh, speak to you next time.